Welcome to Kids Seminary. A podcast for families where kids ask the experts, but we all learn together. Brought to you by Juice Box Ministries. Well, welcome to another episode of Kids Seminary. Uh, I am so excited to be here. My name is Joel Nevius, and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Becca. Hello. And we're so excited because this is a special Christmas edition. You know, we're about a week out from Christmas as we're recording this, and um, I love Christmas time. How about you? Me too. Love yes. It. We've been preparing since, I think, right after Halloween, we had our Christmas tree up. So... We, we did it, it early this year, and I know you kids are really excited for Christmas, too. And with all of this Christmas talk, we need to remember what Christmas is all about. And we have a really good kid question today to ask our special guest. Joel, why don't you tell us who's joining us as our special guest? Yeah, today? well, you know what? I am so excited uh, for our guest today. Um, I love this guy. His name is Dr. Kyle uh, DeRoberts. Welcome, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and your Merry family. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Well, Kyle, before we get into our kid question today, why don't you just take a second and uh, share a little bit about yourself, what you do, and a little bit about your family. Yeah, so I am a, I'm a teacher. I'm a professor. So I teach college-age students. And uh, I've been married for 11 years to Alana, but her nickname is Lolly. So we call her Lolly. And I have two children, Caden, who is seven, just turned seven. And then Oliver. Oliver is, he is four and a half. So he turns five in March. And he really wants you to know he's four and a half. <laughs> and then my wife, Lolly, she's pregnant with our third, our third boy. Yay. Yet to be named, but, yet, but the third boy, and so he should be here honestly any day now. So he might be our Christmas gift. So we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So, yep. Yeah, and for our, our listeners who don't know Kyle, uh, his boys are amazing golfers. So I don't know if there's any golfers who are listening in, but if you want some tips, uh, go follow <laughs> Kyle DeRoberts uh, and see his kids' swings. They're amazing. They, they love sports, uh, anything. Right now, I think they're playing flag football in the backyard, and so they like to beat each other up and tackle each other, uh, but they do love golf. They love to try and hit daddy with the golf ball, so that's always, that's always a fun moment. Awesome. I know a lot of our kids really like sports, too. I had a question for you. Um, just You said you were a teacher. Can you tell us, uh, and I, you know, I read up on what you teach, but could you t explain to the kids what being a professor of the Bible and theology, what exactly you teach? Because the Bible's pretty big. So is there it a specific is. part you like to teach? <laughs> yeah, so, so I do. I teach the Bible and I teach theology. And theology is basically any time that we think about God and we try to put together words to describe God we're basically doing theology. So I teach various books of the Bible, or uh, I also teach how it is that we talk about God and how we think about God and, and express thoughts about God. And so my days are typically filled with any given semester, I'll teach different courses. So it might be on just one book of the Bible, like First John or the Gospel of John, or I might teach classes on big, large chunks of the Bible like Acts to Revelation or something like this, or 
or or um, or, or Genesis uh, through Deuteronomy, the, the Pentateuch. And so um, I, I teach all different kinds of, of topics, even within the Bible. Like I can teach a course on prayer, like, hey, this is how you pray and this is what it means to pray. And this is what your hands look like, or this is what's going on in your heart as you pray. And so you can teach classes like that as well. And so any semester, it's always going to be a little different. But generally speaking, it'll always be about God in some way or another. That is awesome. I bet you had to do a lot of studying in school to be able to teach that. I had to do a lot of studying, <laughs> a lot of studying. But thankfully, I like homework and I like working on my handwriting and I like writing papers. And so I like asking questions. And so school was always really fun to me. Um, but I liked it more and more as, as the years went on though, that's for sure. Well, before we get into our kid question, we had a very important question we ask all our guests, and that is, what was your favorite cereal as a kid? Ooh, without a doubt, it was Lucky Charms. Oh. But I had to be able to stick my hands inside of the box and get as many marshmallows as possible <laughs> to put on top of the boring part of Lucky Charms. So I basically love to eat marshmallows with milk. <laughs> so marshmallow cereal. Yeah, did your mom see cereal. you? Did your mom see you doing that or did your siblings have a problem with that? So I grew up as an only child, but, uh -huh. but, but my mom would always, she would know what I was up to so that I always had to, there was always a few bowls of cereal of Lucky Charms where my punishment was I basically had to eat uh, Lucky Charms with no marshmallows because I had already eaten them all. So I had That's to at least wrong. make that up is, the difference. I know. That is a big punishment right there. Oh, Huge, huge. <laughs> I've yet to get over it, but it was still, it was worth it. Oh, Lucky Charms. That's a solid answer. I'm surprised nobody has said that one yet. I'm with you. Nobody Lucky has Charms. said that? No, no. no. You're our first. It's good. Well, hey, we uh, are, are so glad to have you. Thank you, uh, Kyle, for joining us today for our kid question. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Becca to ask the kid question for today. So our question is, why did Jesus come to earth as a baby? And I think when this was asked, what they meant was, why not a grown man? Why not just come out of heaven like a star and just boom here I am world and also like why not you know an octopus or some sort of marine animal I mean he could have come as a camel right I mean why a baby and why specifically a human baby yeah this is a very good question and it's a very good Christmas question and it kind of has a long story so you can almost tell it as a story um, if you look in the Bible, like if you ever looked at mom and dad's Bible, or maybe you have your own Bible, uh, when you go to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, um, it's kind of in the right side. So on the way, 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 way right side of the Bible, you get to Matthew. And in Matthew chapter one, it tells the story about the moment in which God became a baby. Now, if you go back the other direction and you go all the way, almost like to the middle of the Bible, you get to Isaiah. Isaiah is uh, what we call a, a prophet. And in Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14, um, Isaiah talks about this baby that would be born one day and it would be Emmanuel, God with us. And so there, right in the middle of the Bible, you get Isaiah. 
and he's talking about this baby and the importance of a baby being born. But I think really to understand it though, you have to keep going the other direction uh, and you go all the way back to Genesis, so the very first book of the Bible, and then you go to chapter one, so the very first chapter of the Bible, and there you find a story about God doing something very specific with a whole lot of purpose and creativity. And there in chapter one, so Genesis chapter one, verse 26, we learn that God creates people, human beings, and he creates them very specifically. He creates them in the image of God. So he does create hippos, he creates octopuses, he creates all these fun animals, but none of these animals are described to be created in the very image of God. It's only human beings that are created in the image of God. So we know that he did, he sh- he didn't need to come as an octopus. Octopus, right. not not the image of God. Or a camel, but not the image of God either. I guess you're going back to Genesis, which is so cool. Can you talk more about that? Because I know most of our kids know that um, something really horrible happened in Genesis, and yeah. we we kind of messed up God's image in us a little bit. In chapter two, we find out a little bit more about what it means to be created in the image of God. And part of that is, is that you get to live in a relationship with God. And so it's it's great. It's perfect. And then, yeah, you're right, Becca. In chapter three, right there, there's these two verses. Genesis chapter three, verse five, and then Genesis chapter three, verse six. Um, there's this moment in which Adam and Eve, uh, they make a really big mistake and they sin. Uh, and so when they sin, it changes everything. And so part of what changes though, is the relationship uh, that these human beings have, these creatures, these human beings created in the image of God, they now have to have a different kind of relationship going forward because now sin is in the world. So now can you take us back to Isaiah? So Isaiah is telling us something about what's going to happen. He's telling us about basically Christmas to come, right? But so now take yeah. us from Genesis now to Isaiah and then back to Matthew. I'd love to hear that whole story. Yeah. Yeah. And so even from Genesis chapter three in the fall, so the, the sin that enters the world from Genesis chapter three, remember gang, that's all the way at the beginning of the Bible. Isaiah is kind of in the middle kind of generally speaking in that whole, all those pages in between Genesis three and Isaiah chapter seven, you basically have God establishing uh, his relationship with humans over and over and over again. And it's basically God's way of saying, I wanna have a relationship with you. I wanna have a relationship with you. I love you. I wanna have a relationship with you. Uh, And yet though humans, we make mistakes. And so um, God has to, God has to, to, to meet us on our terms. He has to meet us where we're at. And thankfully he does, but it's never quite complete. It's never quite finished. And so when you get to Genesis chapter, I'm sorry, when you get to Isaiah, when you get to Isaiah chapter seven, what ends up happening is, is there's this prophecy, which is told. Uh, and that prophecy is, is that um, a baby would be born. Uh, and it's baby uh, they describe as Emmanuel, God with us. And so this baby would be born. Uh, and, and this is really all it says there in, in Genesis and uh, in Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14. But it predicts this baby that would be born. 
Uh, and this would be our, our, a great hope for us. This would be a baby, uh, which when this child was born, uh, would begin to set in motion God's, God's basically his final rescue plan, his final rescue mission to bring us into a relationship with him uh, forever. Um, so long as we love God. And so this predicts, so what Isaiah is doing in chapter seven is he's predicting um, this baby to be born, not a human, not like a full grown man, um, not a, not an adult, um, but this baby, this child that would be born. So that's amazing. So what I hear you saying, Kyle, is this baby that God would, would send, um, doing it to rescue us. But I mean, he didn't have to do that, did he? He could have just not rescued us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is why if you ever wonder, uh, if you ever wonder if God loves you, hopefully you always, uh, you always go back to yes. Yes, he does. He loves you so much um, that he embarks on this massive rescue plan, this massive plan to make sure that there's never a moment in which we are not in a relationship with him um, so long as we believe in him for our salvation. And so so he is from the very beginning, from Genesis to Isaiah and then all the way forward uh, through the rest of time, God is seeking to have a relationship with us. And, and yeah, he didn't need to do that, but he did, which is amazing. Now, there's a, there's a big word that maybe... Uh, kids have maybe heard of possibly when it gets uh, close to Christmas time. And that word is incarnation. So can you maybe explain a little bit uh, to our to our listeners? What is what is incarnation? What does that mean? And what does that have to do with Chris? What does that have to do with Christmas? Yeah, so Christmas is Christmas is all about the story of well, you you kids know this, right? You have Mary, and Mary's Mary's pregnant. She's got a baby in her belly, um, and so uh, her husband Joseph. Um, they travel to Bethlehem in order to, to deliver this baby. And remember, there's that star. Um, and and I even think soon scientists are yeah. even saying that this Christmas we get to see that star again, yeah. which is how incredible. cool is that? True, right? But yeah, and so we all know this story. Maybe if you go and you drive with your family and you go look at Christmas lights, maybe sometimes you'll see in people's yards, they'll have the little manger set up with Jesus in the manger. And, and then our churches, right? They always tell this story. Um, and so that story that you're, that you're observing, that you're so familiar with, theologically, we've got a term that describes that event. And that is the incarnation. So the incarnation is this act of God, whereby he adds to himself full humanity while retaining his full deity. So he doesn't give up any of his godness, right? He doesn't give any of his godlikeness. He is still fully God, and yet he's now fully human in this little tiny baby that's sitting in that manger. So this is what we celebrate, Emmanuel, this idea that God is with us. I love that. Thank you for explaining that word to us. Now, kids, if you're sitting around Christmas Eve, you know, drinking your hot chocolate and, and you know, your mom asked you, what are you thankful for? You can say, I am thankful for the incarnation where, where we celebrate Jesus as fully God and fully human. And she'll probably just spit it out, right? She'll spit out her hot chocolate. Surprise. 
I think that's amazing because when I think about that, Kyle, I think there's God who created everything and sustains everything coming as a baby. And yet he's still like holding the whole world together while being a baby. Like how crazy is that? (laughs) That is so crazy. And you know what? When we believe things about God, we oftentimes sit back and we just say, that is crazy that God is that big, (laughs) that God is that cool, that God knows all of those things. And yet he still loves us, that he knows our name, right? That he knows when we're going to sit down and we're going to stand up and thoughts before we think them. He knows all of these things. And yet, and yet he entered this world as a baby. Hmm. Well, how about... Uh, as we as we begin to wrap up our time here, Kyle, if you had maybe one encouragement, one um, thing that you want our listeners to take away uh, from our time today, what, what's one thing you'd like for them to remember? Yeah, I would. What I would like them to remember isn't just merely because we all see the story, so you all see the story, uh, and you all know the story. That that would be probably the better way to say it. We all know the story. Um, we've heard the story told, we've seen it acted out. But what I do want you to remember though, is that when Jesus was born, that Jesus was unlike any other baby that was ever born. Because, right, when Becca was born and when Joel was born and when Kyle was born, I was just, we were just babies, we were just humans. Uh, But when Jesus was born, He was different than any other baby that's ever lived because he was fully God and he was fully human in that little tiny manger. Well, Kyle, it has been awesome having you uh, today. Sorry, Dr. DeRoberts. Dr. DeRoberts. (laughs) Dr. DeRoberts. Um, Thank you for for spending a little bit of time uh, with us and we hope and pray that you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. Same to you guys. I love you both dearly, and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And now for the wrap-up. Here's what we learned from Dr. Kyle DeRoberts today. Adam and Eve were made in God's image. That means they were created to reflect God, to be a picture of Him, to be like Him. God showed love, and they showed love. God is creative, and they were creative. They reflected Him. But after sin, their image changed and got twisted. With sin in their hearts, they could no longer reflect God. They needed someone to fix the mistake. But how? A human mistake needed a human to fix it, and not just any human, a perfect human. The problem was there were no perfect humans. There was just a perfect God who could become a human and still be God, and make everything right again. And that's just what he did. He stepped out of heaven into earth, being fully God and fully man, a human baby. And this was the start of his rescue plan for the whole world. And when we accept his free gift of salvation, of rescue, he takes our old image and untwists it. When God looks at us and we give our hearts to Jesus, he only sees the perfect image of Jesus, our rescuer. So this Christmas, as you reflect on the incarnation, on God becoming human, a human baby, remember, he did that for you. 
He loves you. Merry Christmas. The first Noel the angels did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. In fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. Noel, 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 born is the king of Israel. They look it up and saw a star shining in the east beyond them far and to the earth it gave great light and so it continued both day and night Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King of Israel Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King of Israel And by the light of that same star Three wise men came from country far to seek for a king was their intent and to follow the star wherever it went Noel, 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 Noel born is the king of Israel, Noel, 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 born is the king of Israel, born is the king of Israel.